Hello and welcome to Wine and Real Estate. Bonjour, bienvenue à Vin et Immobilier. So, every week we like to talk about wine and real estate, two of our favorite topics, and sometimes we'll even bring on some guests. So, we look forward to sharing some tips and tricks with you about wine, about investments, real estate, and just have a good time. See you soon. Chin chin. Are you a new or aspiring real estate investor? Do you like the content we've been sharing? Are you ready to take action but you're not sure how to get started? We now offer one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions. Send us an email at flhomescorp at gmail.com to book a free discovery call today. We look forward to meeting you. Hello everyone, welcome to Wine and Real Estate. Oui, bienvenue tout le monde. So Jennifer and I were just having a fun conversation. I think we need to share it. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, as as I I age, so Jennifer stays young forever, but as I become older, I just notice that when you film or you take pictures, you want to go higher and higher and higher. So anyway, we, we don't love this angle, but anyway, this is a total sidebar. <laughs> yes, really. Complete vanity. So let's drink to this yes. while we wait for our guest. Yes, our guest is coming soon and we're drinking again. Last night we were drinking it as well and I really liked this. It's Reflex Reflections Rosé by Mag oh, sorry. Magnetic Hill Winery and it's very good. It has a very um, fruity taste but not overbearing and not too sweet. Exactly. No, it's got a ni nice undertones and a really nice color if Oops, I have trouble with the camera. So a really nice kind of orange peachy color. And, and it's it a local... It smells like grandma's uh, strawberry rhubarb pie. Mm. <laughs> so quite nice. And um, yeah, it's a local Moncton wine. So it's kind of cool. So you have to yes. come to Moncton where we are for a few weeks. And uh, we were just finishing up. We did some staging at the house. So we bought a house. We had a plan to house hack have a, there's a tenant in the basement. It's a huge place, like 4,400 square feet. It's insane. And we just posted it online for rental, the upstairs. We did some staging mm -hmm. and then we'll see what happens. So it's exciting. It's day by day, minute by minute. The excitement keeps on going. Yes, pretty soon we're going to be moving weekly. <laughs> and we had a great suggestion in my email inbox. So Mike Nicholson, we're going to be sharing more about Mike and Leanne mm -hmm. in the next little while. But they're partnering up with us on Wine and Real Estate uh, as sponsors. And he said, how about a house on wheels? Yeah, like, we should just get an RV and just... Just do van life. This is it. Van life and wine. Like, just get a funnel somewhere and... <laughs> I don't think that the van would be big enough, though, to put the camera on the right angle. <laughs> so anybody listening, what do you think about van life and wine? You just have like a vat on top, like spouts and then Wi-Fi and we're good to go. You can get like a beer camper. <laughs> a beer. So with the kids and the cat, try to picture this. Oh, my goodness. No, I can't picture this. Nope. It's hard living in a house with all of that. <laughs> but we were talking about this house here at first. I'm like, oh, I'm sad. It's beautiful. It's perfect. But yeah, we're just anyway, we're we're city people. So we need a million people yelling and noise and stuff. But this property could actually turn out to be one of our best cash flowing properties yet. 
yeah, which will be quite surprising, but we'll keep you posted about that. Um, we're also doing lots of projects. We have lists on all of our boards for all of our properties. We're doing a few burr strategies. <laughs> <laughs> so what is the burr, Jennifer, for those that are not yeah, familiar so with it? We're not actually doing it, I think, in the right order, but <laughs> 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 like usual. But we're, it's buy, um, renovate, rent, refinance, and repeat. So we just um, visited today one of our sixplexes that is here in Moncton, and we're kind of evaluating what kind of work we can get done on it, uh, looking at budget because that's an important factor. You want to make sure you don't overspend on renovations because you, in the refinance, you're supposed to be recuperating all those expenses. So, Comparables are huge, mm -hmm. so you need to be able to find similar properties in a similar uh, sorry, condition and something that looks good and the bank will lend on it. So you don't want to go insane and put granite and heated floors everywhere. I mean, it depends on the market, but this, mm -hmm. what we're talking about is in Moncton, New Brunswick. So granite, I mean, is not quite right, especially for the type of building we have, the smaller multifamily. Mm -hmm. uh, if we did like the house here where we are, granite could make sense, quartz, something yeah. like a less expensive stone. I wouldn't do heated floors, but we just redid 1,500 square feet of flooring. So part of the first floor here, and it did a, an amazing like refresh on the house. And um, Amazing, the difference. Well, it was all black ceramic tile, which was kind of yeah. dated, and it didn't really fit with the... The style of the house either. Like it's, it's something, we studied interior design. So when, when people have houses, I never understand this. Like they build a certain style. Let's say it's kind of a cute Victorian, and then they slap on like a really modern door, something contemporary, or like black floors. So this one here kind of looks kind of cottagey. It's like sort of a wood looking siding. And then inside they had black ceramic everywhere. Well, that doesn't really go together. So I'm sorry. You have to go with the, the design elements of the house. I always go with what's kind of dominant and go with it. So if there's orange shag, embrace the seventies look, <laughs> if it makes sense. I mean, yes. here we didn't embrace the 2003 look because that's when it was built. Uh, but we did try to highlight some features like the room where we're in. There's a nice cathedral ceiling mm -hmm. and just, yeah, brightening it up. It was like a dark yellow mustard color. Now it's it's white with some blue and some gray. Uh, you try to look for what are the best features. Like yourself, when you, you dress or you, you try to make yourself look the best, you do the same for properties. Mm -hmm, absolutely. So I'm really enjoying this wine. Mm -hmm. The Reflections Rosé from Magnetic Hill. Come and visit us if you're like some of our friends and family in Ottawa. It's only 11 and a half hours to get here. It's totally worth it for the wine. <laughs> for the wine. <laughs> There's some really great places though in Moncton. Um, we can't wait to discover mm -hmm. Calactus restaurant. It's vegetarian. So Jennifer's birthday is coming up on Thursday. She's going to be 21 again <laughs> for the second. No. <laughs> anyway, be she's careful. She's going to be 21 and a half. It's a weird birthday to celebrate. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> anyway, so the, we're working on a lot of projects over the summer. We're going to make sure that everything is up to code for fire. We're going to be, um, making sure that the team, everyone that we've hired is uh, kind of on the ball, ready With to get keys going. keys and everything. Keys. 
have everything, all of our systems in place. And we're going to be uh, doing the major work or at least getting the major work in place while we're here. And then we're going to be able to uh, come back regularly and make sure that all of the systems yeah, still keep run working. smoothly. <laughs> and I mean, that's, I think it's going to be quarterly visits. Like we just emptied our uh, laundromats. So the money, the coins, and I'm like, well, this must be jam packed. It's been a few months, but we did pull out some good cash out of it, but I mean, it's not unmanageable. So every quarter makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. So, and what did you do in the laundromat, Jennifer? What, <laughs> what kind of fun? <laughs> what kind of fun? I vacuumed. Yeah. So very important to maintain the common areas. So that's something that's often overlooked, but it, it's kind of gross as a tenant. I mean, if it gets all dirty and dusty and mm -hmm. Which was all old underwear, all like I picked up, like <laughs> I put my hand right in a pair of underwear. Oh, I'm, like, I'm like, you're <laughs> holding somebody's underwear. <laughs> URL, anyone, please. So that was great. Uh, but it's important to maintain it clean. So we've hired someone and we're going to have monthly cleaning. I mean, mm -hmm. it's not a house. So you can't, don't have to do every week. But once a month, at least empty the garbage, wipe all the surfaces, vacuum everything. Mm -hmm. Makes a big difference. I, I would want to live there. Yeah, well, I think it makes a big difference for the tenants. And if you want to keep good tenants, that's uh, very important. We're also going to be doing a resurfacing of a a roof. a roof, yes. Tell hey, us about so <laughs> flat roof. Jennifer loves it. She talks about membranes and gravel all the time. I wouldn't say all the time, but <laughs> <laughs> but um, this is our first property that we have with a flat roof on it, and it's leaking around a plumbing sack, and it's really rather old. I think it's the original one from the sixties. Um, oh my goodness! I'm shocked that it lasted. So it really that long. doesn't us anything because it really did outlive its life. <laughs> yeah, way way beyond. But anyway, we're going to be doing a resurfacing, which is a little bit uh, less expensive than actually redoing the roof completely, um, which will be nice. That it's a third out. of the cost? It's about a third of the cost. It could be up to half, depending on... Um, How bad it is. Yeah. What needs to be done exactly. But uh, it's a, still a more cost-effective way to make the, the roof last a little bit longer before changing it completely. New decks, new balconies as mm -hmm. well. So right now the balconies are quite big. They're, well big four feet by 10 feet so they're not enormous but they're a little bit big for a very small one bedroom apartments so mm -hmm. we're looking at options maybe some prefab uh, maybe something else just to first of all make the building look better and safer because they're not very safe right now so they, they do mm -hmm. need to be fixed um, and yeah anything you do does help with the burr strategy uh, the building we're talking about was financed commercially so it's um, the burr on a commercial mortgage tends to be a bit longer. It's not like on a house you can do like three months. Yeah, you can do not it quicker, quite the like same. a flip. Yeah, it's not, not a flip. No. And you have people living in it and there's different rules, like you said, fire. Like what should you look for when it's like fire code, Jennifer? What's... But also, it obviously depends on the building size, but you have to make sure that all, strict minimum that everyone has fire extinguishers that are working, uh, fire de smoke detectors. If you have um, gas and you have to have carbon monoxide, carbon monoxide <laughs> detectors. You have to make sure that the emergency lights are functioning and that they function for at least 30 minutes in case there's no... Um, oh my, you really memorized all that stuff. <laughs> well, you just asked me about it. <laughs> you have to make sure that they work for 30 minutes in case uh, there's no electricity. Uh, so there are quite, quite a few things that you have to check. You have to always check the batteries for those things and the light bulbs and make sure that they are 
um, functioning properly. Yeah, and something we've been working on, this sounds really silly, but we've been changing light bulbs everywhere. So tons of LED, uh, they're cheap Canadian tire, get some, get some packages and it, it saves a lot of money. It's like six times less electricity per bulb. So makes a big difference at uh, getting energy efficient lighting. We're putting in some solar lights in the um, parking. parking spaces. So a lot of our parking didn't have much lighting right now during summer. It's not too bad, but winter, I mean, yeah, it's a little dark and you don't want to pay for lighting. So why not use solar? And they do a good job. Mm -hmm, absolutely. What else have we been doing? Landscaping, so oh, some mulching and weeding. and. Well, that's when mostly our kids. Yeah, but we still supervise. Yes. <laughs> we provide them the gloves and the bag, and then there you go, have fun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yes, but if you do have kids, it's great to get them involved in your real estate investing business or any business if you, if you do it. I think it's really important to have them know the value of money and also the value of work because work is hard. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And our kids, because of that, they've learned so many good skills. Like our daughter painted, what would you say, one third of the house? Yeah, she actually did a, a really great job. She painted, well, we'll be showing, I'm sure, on our social media, but she painted most of the her several rooms. Yeah, and she's and, 15 um, and a half. <laughs> Yes, don't forget the half like of that mom, age. Like mom, 21 and a half, 15. Wow, you had her at six. My goodness. Wow. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. And uh, she's been, well, Shallow as well, has been putting together furniture. They even do like some minor electrical. Um, yeah, like removing the little plates before you paint. So mm -hmm. Some of that prep work. I mean, you have to be safe, obviously. Yeah. Uh, assembling IKEA furniture for staging. Uh, also struck tube we ordered and the kids helped assemble that we also picked up some uh, vintage furniture that we painted to make the place look nice and pretty uh walmart is awesome for accessories so if you need to accessorize sometimes just for photo shoots you can reuse the same accessories and go from room to room so we like to do that on our higher end or more um yeah higher end rentals so basic we won't do as much but if it's a higher end rental we like to dress it up and get the most out of uh yeah out of the the rent money that we can absolutely and so, also if, if you're getting more rent then you'll be able you're increasing the value of the property which uh then increases the evaluation and you get a better uh, return on your investment exactly and as you see on the ticker i recently started coaching one-on-one -on -one. so i have a few students now i'm really excited I'm always thrilled when I hear about their success stories mm -hmm. and I share them with Jennifer as well. And to my students, if any of you are listening as well, I do share all the details with Jennifer. And sometimes she's like, no, you have to tell them this and that. So <laughs> usually at our next meeting, I get some of Jennifer's feedback. So. Yeah. Well, you were really excited when you visited one of the, uh, well, when you visited Danny's property. Yeah. So Danny <laughs> and gets no, well, not gets no, but you invested in gets no. So if you're listening, Really proud of you, the first building, and now a second one very soon. I can really feel it. I know we had a discussion on a potential property. wasn't quite right. Um, there wasn't enough of an exit strategy behind the plan and everything, but I, I really see the next one coming soon. Um, also, many of our business partners have branched out, so we do joint ventures, but some of them have branched out, and 
started their own JVs and become the working partner and and done very cool things. So there's lots in the works and I, I love working with people all across Canada. Uh, we're also investing in the US now. Mm -hmm. So we're working on our second, third and fourth deal potentially in the US. And uh, no more Japan for those that know about Japan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was more of a joke and Costa Rica potentially, but that's probably more like in a year. So we're going to take our time and mm -hmm, establish absolutely. systems. And we were actually supposed to start our, our JV um, series, what series, not to do. Yeah. What not to do. So we had actually been on an Instagram live yesterday to talk about what is a JV and what, um, what we're going to be talking about. And then we didn't do it today because we were supposed to be having wine in real estate, but our, is having too much wine. So anyway, that's that's what happens. <laughs> As a real estate investor, you need to be able to turn on a dime. And Absolutely. I put away my dimes. I can't turn anymore. <laughs> anyway. Oh, well, figure it out. Yeah, figure it out. <laughs> but this is essential. Anyone looking to invest, you need to be able to pivot, change. Like it's, it's nuts. Mm -hmm. Things can go like this, positive or negative. Sometimes we get some really good news and followed by really bad news. So it's the sandwich. Hopefully you get a mix and, and you, yeah, you need to have resources and different things to help you do that. So. Yeah. Well, even with the, with the property here, I, like we are very flexible. Like we knew we could live in it. We could rent it out. We could Airbnb it. We could probably sell it pretty quickly as well. And I think that that's something that's really important. And that's yeah. uh, why one of the reasons why we love uh, real estate as a vehicle is because it's so flexible. Exactly. Whoop, and I'm having fun with StreamYard as well and like, clicking on things. <laughs> so anyway, we are very genuine, as you can see. Uh, but yeah, that's really important to, to be able to have multiple exit strategies. Whenever you buy something, mm -hmm. think about it. And Jennifer always reminds me because I get excited sometimes. This place is perfect. She's like, what's the exit strategy? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's perfect. It's cute. It's got a nice pool and it's got this it's like, well, the numbers. So those are things you need to consider and plan for. And the bank as well. will look at that too. Mm -hmm. So how would the bank underwrite it to lend to you or private lenders? Think about it. And that's something I teach in my, in my coaching, like what, and Jennifer coaching in a way. <laughs> <laughs> So what should you look for when buying a property? And right now, and it's always been our goal, cash flow. We never buy a place that has no cash flow, even from day one. Mm -hmm. Even the bad properties where hydro was included and all that still had some cash flow. Yes, absolutely. Because then the lenders won't lend. No. Because they look at the debt coverage ratio and then you need to put more cash. And I don't like putting more cash in anything. <laughs> except for wine mm -hmm. uh, but I mean in a building you don't want it to sit so that's one way if you have too much cash or equity in a building what should you do Jennifer refinance it or get a second mortgage yes if like refinancing is too far or let's say you don't qualify which has happened before it's not quite ready like you're at 80 percent loan to value mm -hmm. well you can find private lenders that will go at a higher loan to value again you need to have a solid exit strategy if you have a private lender because now you're talking yes. mm -hmm. higher interest so yeah our guest would have been great for that but i guess he he missed out so yes <laughs> <laughs> so mortgage brokers know a lot about these like private 
private lending, mm -hmm. uh, B lenders, which are alternate lenders like credit unions. Um, Just basically not the big five. Yeah. And really they're great. I'm learning to really enjoy working with some of the credit unions, mm -hmm. even home trust we've worked with in the past and their customer service was excellent. They even called like we, we recently sold a property that was financed with home trust and they even called after, Oh, is there any way we can earn back your business on the next property? I was shocked. I've never oh, had wow. that from other banks or lenders. So that was excellent. Um, yeah, there's other lenders. So yes, there's BMO, Scotia, TD, CIBC. They're awesome. Royal Bank. Royal Bank, mm -hmm. yes. Royal Bank's awesome. But then there's others. There's a National Bank. It's a smaller bank, Laurentian Bank. We had a great mortgage with them. Yeah, that was our lowest interest rate, interest rate ever. Tell everyone about it. Well, yeah, it's not it as low well, as some right now. But, but it was only 1.45. 1. 1.45%. 1. So I know we've seen 0. 0.98 recently. So mm -hmm. that's a little nuts. But 1.45 is very, very good. But again, it's not all about the interest rate. I would say it's something that we don't look at very much, the actual interest rate. As long as we know that the deal can support it, it doesn't really matter that much. What is it? What's most important in a, in a mortgage? The terms. Yes. <laughs> so a lot of people miss the terms. They get excited. 0 0.98. But then if you read, it says if you, I don't know, if you break uh, the, the mortgage or you need to refinance, the penalty is enormous. It's like 20000 or something crazy. So think about it. You are, unless your plan is very solid and in life, you never know how things will go. Let's say you lose your job and you need to sell the place. Again, the exit strategy, if that mortgage is is set in stone, then you're really missing out. So. Yeah, exactly. Terms, terms, terms. And sometimes there's really good terms like with Scotia, the step program. Do you know the step program? Yeah, it's when you pay it down and it can become a credit line. Yeah. So we get a line of credit that's built in. And then uh, oftentimes you also get a credit card with the new mortgage. So take them and use them very, very wisely. <laughs> <laughs> but I take them all. And then you use a, a low, low percentage, like 20%. And then that keeps your credit sparkling clean. So. Yeah. yeah, that's really important. It's kind of a summary of all things exciting. And <laughs> should we tell people about our new acquisition? What's our new acquisition? The, well, I guess it's old news, but we're closing on August 5th. Oh, yes. Sorry. <laughs> so we are today is uh, I was July like, I thought 20th. you bought something else without telling me. <laughs> yes, I bought a country you know, with OPM. Mm -hmm. So we bought a, a new house in Ottawa. And under asking in um, no bidding war, like just, yeah, it was just crazy. And the, the house actually sat on the market for a Yeah, we while. actually bought it and then didn't buy it and then bought it. Yeah, th that's so <laughs> typical. It never happens. So I said, yes, no, yes, no. And then yes, and now it's too late. We can't back out. Yes, but again, this is another property that's a great um, uh, property that could have several different strategies that we could use for it. Um, we thought about Airbnb, Airbnb, running it out to people. We, I think we'd still like break even in Ottawa, which is actually pretty good for a single family home. Um, but it's something that we want to live in eventually. So it's um, yeah, an exciting project. Rent to own could have been cool as well. That was that a good a price good point because mm -hmm. the size of the house and everything could have fit a rent to own model. Yeah, we've never done a rent to own before. 
a lot of people say like in my in, in our circles rent to own they usually find the tenant buyer first and then pick the house but some people do the opposite they find the house and then the tenant buyer so that's one exit strategy it could be a good flip because the house does need some updating so we could fix it up and and flip it um and then furnished rental not really airbnb but more 28 days like a month-long rental would have been good and yeah those seems to be more common now yeah so anyway we're gonna have fun with it and um we need to plan for the fall like that's that's only one project a month i thought the fall was orlando yes that's right there you go mm -hmm. i was like some it's gonna be boring no project <laughs> Life is definitely not boring with François Nazi, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pray for Jennifer. <laughs> so since our guest didn't come on and uh, we're rambling on, uh, we're going to come on tomorrow, Instagram Live. It'll be the first day of our 10 days of what not to do in a JV. Yes. And I think it is so important to talk about. We do a lot of JVs, so JVs is joint ventures. Um so we're partnering up with people that have the part of the deal that we don't. So we're the working partners. We join up with people that have the credit and the money. And I think that it's so important. We've gone through a few joint ventures now. I think we have a pretty good idea of what to do and what not to do, which sometimes is more important than what you do. <laughs> yeah, what not to do. You know when you sign on, um, you sign when you close on a on a property. You remember we're. You uh, mm. you say that you're not a non-resident yes, of that's Canada. So, so there you go. I am not a non-resident of Canada. No. <laughs> Why doesn't it just say I am a resident of Canada? It always says I am not a non-resident of Canada. So anyway. what not to do in a joint venture is mm -hmm. very important. And how to pick joint venture partners, I yeah. guess it's a good... And it's a two-way street. It's like a marriage. I mean, you spend a few years together, so you have to like each other. So <laughs> Absolutely. And I think that sometimes you have to have, find really a partner that's going to be complimenting you because we're the working partners, so we we know things or, or do things or have certain experience that that other person doesn't have, and then they have things that they bring to the table that we don't have. So I think that it's really important that all the partners complement each other. Exactly. So like yeah. a good marriage. Yes, it's so cute. Oh <laughs> anyway, before this gets really bad. <laughs> yes, yeah, time to go. So let's have another little drink. Yes. Magnetic Thank Hill. You. We've actually never been to Magnetic Hill, but we'll have to go. Yeah, we'll have to go before we go back to Ottawa. So we'll have to, well, we have a few touristy things that we want to do. If anybody who's listening or watching knows where to eat the best lobster roll, please uh, let us know because I want to eat a good lobster roll before. <laughs> yes. And we'll be coming back more regularly now that internal borders are kind of open. So. Yes, absolutely. So I do still want to eat one before we leave because I think it's kind of like a summery thing, eat a lobster roll. Yeah. So anyway. And, and hit the beach. We need to see the mm -hmm. ocean. Go Since we're boarding. 19 minutes away from the ocean, we need to go. <laughs> so anyway, join us on Instagram Live tomorrow night. We're going to be talking about what not to do in joint ventures. We're going to be talking about that over the next 10 days. And we're actually going to be joined a few times by an expert who has done even Several. more joint ventures than us and who actually has partnered up with us for a few. And he's done some really creative stuff like existing deals, adding a partner. Anyway, I'll let him tell you all about it, but it's it's like next level joint <laughs> venture. We're not that adventurous yet. <laughs> We're not adventurous to uh, joint ventures. No, that's it. <laughs> We're not non-resident. No. <laughs> 
So anyway, join us. And this was Wine and Real Estate. Cheers, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Wine and Real Estate with us. So don't forget, you can follow us on social media, Instagram. Our handle is FL underscore homes underscore corp. You can also find us on Facebook, FL Homes Corp. And um, you can also find us on YouTube on our channel. So you can see video recordings of these podcasts and more. And so until the next time, cheers. <laughs>